I've had to come upstairs because uh, my wife has bought a bottle grinding tool. And she was like, oh, you can stay down here if you like. I was like, well, then we'll have the sound of bottles grinding throughout the whole of the podcast. I wasn't expecting you to open that, that be your opening line. But what the hell is a bottle grinder? You get bottles, you then grind them. So like you can cut, you know, like the tops off them or the bottoms off them. So uh, how's the grinding going? Her arm hurts. It's not going well. This is the Sheer Isolation Podcast. It's presented by Kieran Moore and John Ponting. So welcome one and all. Uh, You are watching or listening to the Sheer Isolation Podcast. Thank you for joining us uh, once again. Uh, We've got uh, another guest lined up for today. We've got some more music lined up for today. You know the format by now. You've you've watched enough of these, I'm sure. Um, Who have we got coming up today, Kieran? We have Jack Cloyther, who is the numero uno head honcho of Uber Cool Acropop Records. <laughs> For those who aren't uh, too familiar with Acropop Records, what, what makes them stand out? They're, they're quite Indian and unique, aren't they? Quite bespoke. Yeah, indie, art, pop, art, rock, anything that's a bit cool and underground. They're, some of their recent successes have included Johnny Foreigner, uh, Art Brutes. They, they just do cool, fun stuff. We'll, we'll talk to him about some of the stuff that he does, because it is actually really interesting. In this day and age of digital downloads, how to engage a, a fan base. We'll ask him about it in a minute, but he does some really cool stuff. So um, yeah, Jack's coming up very shortly and he's an absolute dude and a fine fellow. I'm hoping he's got a massive beard and facial hair because he was allowed to go to the bars or anything. So hopefully he'll just be overgrown. We say that we haven't got big bushy beards. I tried, John, I've tried, but it just doesn't happen. You just can't grow. It just comes out your head at the top. <laughs> I've got like Mr. Potato Head and go, and then it all comes out like plasticine, but it just doesn't happen. Tell people about who you are and what you do. Cool. So I am Jack. I run Alcapot Records, which is a pleasant thing to do. Oh, sorry. The bottle has been ground. I apologise. Show us. Show us. Yeah, it's not a perfect one. It's the first one. So uh, hmm, I've seen better bottles. Oh, I've got to Yeah, it's good stuff. What I want to know, is it safe to drink out of? Or is she going to cut it? Are you going to chug? Oh, I've got to sand it tonight. It's great news. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Alcopop, what do you do? So um, I run Alcopop Records, which is my uh, my main sort of thing. We sign bands from across the country. I've been doing that for about, oh, I don't know, 13 years now. We celebrated our 10th year on a boat down the Thames. With I was there! You were there. You were not only there, you were instrumental into the uh, success of the day, Karen. And to be honest, that day would have been terrible without you. You absolutely nailed it. And uh, oh. I can never thank you enough. Yeah, so, uh, John, I don't know if uh, Kieran told you quite how impressive he was that day. Uh, oh, he's not I've never told anyone no, so anything. Do, do tell, do tell. <laughs> so, Kieran turned up and I was like, OK, Kieran, you've got an hour to set, <laughs> to set up an entire PA rig for three or four bands to play on this boat. Kieran turned on up. On the Thames. Like, yeah, on the Thames. And they were like, yeah, you can have an hour, that's it. <laughs> but, yeah, and Kieran nailed it. He set up the sound, he made it sound brilliant. So we had that, yeah. the, the sound was the easy bit. That's the easy bit. The difficult bit was finding somewhere to park, to unload like 30 tonnes of equipment, then park the car, then get this equipment onto the boat. It was, it was an absolutely magical day and I loved every second of it. Yeah, it was really fun. Do you know, I've, uh, I've really been inspired by lockdown to do another one of those things. Um, absolutely should. I, but this time I wonder if we should go bigger than just a, a little boat. Yeah, this was about mm. 150 caps, something like that. I wonder if we should go for like, you know, a cruise liner, a Weezer-esque cruise liner. Um, Why not? 
because I was thinking, like, you know, we could take Bo Ningen on board. We could take DZ Deathrays, Tennyson, Get Cape. Get Cape was very keen to do it last time I was chatting to him. You know, all of these kind of bands that we could kind of, you know, bundle on the Art Brute. You know, we could bundle all these bands on board. A few friends, maybe we're scientists. We could ask Future of the Left. I just have a proper indie rock and roll party. And Kieran, you'll be doing the sound for every stage, right? <laughs> I'm not doing them that good, to be honest. But yes, let's do it. <laughs> well, there's plenty of cruise liners going free at the moment, isn't there? Because they're not out and about doing stuff. So exactly why not? Right. I, I, I be, kind of feel now is the time. They'll be biting your arm off for that, for that, that work, that business. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, it's Jack from Alcopop. Ah, oh, Jack, we've been waiting for your call. It's <laughs> Obviously, myself and Kieran talk to musicians quite a lot, and, and we, we tend to feel the, the vibe that record labels and, and that music industry, it's struggling, obviously, even pre-corona. A lot, a lot of bands are just putting stuff online and doing it themselves. Just wonder, Jack, what, what you thought that the future of the, the record industry was as a whole, and, and what your, you've obviously got your unique part of it, but I just wondered how you see it going, uh, moving forward. Yeah, it's a really interesting question, actually, John. And I think, you know, it's what I always say to bands is that I don't think at the moment bands necessarily need a label you know I think you can do a lot of stuff without a label I don't want to talk myself out of a job here but there is the potential to do all of that stuff without a label what I will say is that I think where record labels can really still get involved and be part of something special is when you can bring that community on board you know and, and we've actually had a really I don't want to say a really nice time through Covid because obviously it's awful and you know it's a million terrible things but in terms of actually what we're doing record sales have been consistent you know really good uh streaming has been pretty consistent we signed a few new bands there's lots of exciting stuff going on so for us it feels really good but yeah i i, I think it we're in this weird kind of time i thought for a long time bands can do it on their own um and i think that's only going to be exacerbated by what's happening at the moment i think obviously with a lack of touring i mean major labels have ceased to be particularly useful to most, you know, 99.9% .9 of bands anyway, because for major labels to take a punt on something now, it just feels very unlikely. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of, it's not like the days when, I don't want to guess your ages, but when I was growing up, you know, it was sort of like major labels just taking on hundreds of bands, the Silver Suns and Stereophonics and Cables and bands like that of the world, you know, where you're kind of like, I love this band. Yes, of course they've been signed to a major. Let's see how they get on. And obviously 95% of them didn't work out. But now I feel like they're so reticent to take a punt on a band. I actually feel it's a really good place for labels like us. You know, it's Absolutely. tricky, I think, if you're starting a label at the moment, because it's not impossible, but you really have to work out what you're doing, what your kind of concept is, how you can help uh, first and foremost. You know, we're in the privileged position that we've sort of got to the point where you know, when we sign a band now, I can kind of say, okay, we'll bring in PR, we'll bring in pluggers, you know, I'll push you out to our contacts. We've got stages at festivals, um, you know, we can put you on those. All of those kind of things, which sort of make us look fairly attractive, I guess, as a label. Starting afresh, you don't have any of that. You have to build all of that. That's not to say, though, that I discourage people from starting a label, because one of the positive things at the moment is there are so many good bands around. I, and it's yes. unbelievable the amount of good bands. I, I emailed a couple today who, you know, had emailed us to sort of say, we want to work with you and it wasn't quite right. But my God, they were good. You know, it's, it's like there were all of these fantastic bands. And I think when it comes to the industry, and I can only really talk from the indie point of view because I've never worked for a major. I've never really been involved in a major, never wanted to be involved in a major. 
unless anybody's watching this and has like a you know six figure <laughs> contract they want to send my way you know it, it, <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of feels like we're in this wonderful place where there are so many good bands saying incredibly positive things. So if you can kind of get into the place where you harness your positivity and your energy, because uh, that's, I think, the thing that indie labors can offer more than anything, more than money, more than contacts, is positivity and energy and a part of your team where you just care about the artist and you want to be part of them and you're not trying to rip them off. And, you know, which is, is something that's coming into... Um, label indie label stuff at the moment you know we've seen a couple of indie labels go by the wayside who have just not been paying any of their artists and being when artists have been asking for uh, masters back and all of that kind of stuff and yeah. so I think if you stay and you're ethically positive and you bring in your, your you know your positivity and and all those kind of good vibes and just work for bands really work because you care about it I think, you know, this is actually a really positive time to start a label. It's going to be tough. It's really tough because the whole world is tough right now. There's no industry that isn't difficult unless you're, I guess, making face masks, in which case now is your time. <laughs> but, okay, Jack, what's the best face mask, you've, face mask you've seen? You know, I haven't really been looking into it. I was thinking the other day I might get some printed with germ-free adolescent on, the, uh, on them, which <laughs> do you think they'd sell? I don't know. Like for the right kind of person, maybe. Yeah, if, 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 if people remember X-ray specs, <laughs> exactly right. It's an X-ray specs reference. I, I find myself doing this, and this is the harder thing about growing up, running a record label. Is you're like that works really well, and then you're like, no, because I'm 37, and the people I'm selling to are not 37, so they probably won't remember it. But Jack, said, me and you, Jack, are the same age. Well, you know that's good. I, I will sell, I will sell you a germ-free adolescent uh, face mask here. Um, there you go. I, I'd buy it. I'm just going to stay quiet all the way through this, I think. <laughs> but you're not much younger than us, John. John, I had you down as early 20s. There you go. Oh, that's very kind of you, thank you. <laughs> and a no, liar. I was in, I'm funny you should say that, Jack. I was in the office today with this little girl that I work with, who's 18, and uh, on the radio came on um, Everywhere You Go, Always Take the Weather With You by Crowded House. Lovely so, song. You know, I remember this when I was growing up. And I, said, I said to Harriet, do you know this song? And she went... Nope, never heard it. It's like, oh no, it's a classic song and it's already lost. I know, right? I know, it is crazy. You get, you get these youths who are like, what do you mean the Lighthouse family? I've not heard of yeah. them. And you're like, what? The, the choice of song that you've chosen this week, because you gave me the choice of two and I've chosen one, which was Len, Steal My Sunshine. Now, that was obviously a creative idea for you to release that as a seven inch because it's one of the all time best ever written songs. Yes, Okay, so this was weird. So <laughs> I think I just tweeted saying, Still My Sunshine by Len is still the greatest song of all time. And Len tweeted me back saying, yeah, we love Alcapop. You're awesome. And I was like, what? How have Len, the Canadian pop group, heard of Alcapop? And he got in touch and was, I think he said that he'd been speaking to someone in Kasabian's team who said we were a really good label and he's checked us out. And I'm like, this is bizarre because what? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, just a thought, but I don't suppose you want to re-release Steal My Sunshine, do you? And I was like, well, yes, of course. There's yeah. nothing in the world I would rather do. And, and basically, they'd hit a 15-year point in their contract where they were able to re-record it and then re-release it. So, yeah, we got to release that for our 100th release, which was quite a moment for us. I mean, a bizarre, but it was yeah, of course. loads of press. Like, we had this big radio day where... Mark from Len was supposed to do all of these, you know, radio interviews with all of these kind of local stations. And he had to pull out last minute because I think he's a producer. So he would got like a really big gig that he had to be at. 
So I ended up doing them. So <laughs> I was kind of doing like calls to all the local radio stations across the land about Len and Steal My Sunshine, which was really amazing. So yeah, that was, that was great. And if you look at the artwork for the reissue, which still exists, and maybe still on Spotify as the header, I think, Kevin and yeah. I are actually being drawn into the artwork, which you yeah. have. One of, one, of my, <laughs> one of my greatest claims to fame, I guess, is that I'm in the Steal My Sunshine <laughs> artwork. Excellent. Well, Jack, that has been absolutely magnificent talking to you. Do you know, I've really enjoyed this. So thanks ever so much for having me. And as I say, Sheer Music have been a real, I feel like compatriot for, for years now. You know, I always feel like you've always got our backs. You're always really positive, always put on the best shows. Whenever one of our artists plays your shows, they're like, yeah, we want to play there again. It's brilliant. And you were so great on the boat. Look, I love the let's, boat. Let's, let's, do this, uh, let's do this cruiser. And, we're gonna uh, do the cruiser for sure and get you guys you know doing all the all, all the good stuff but yes thank you ever <laughs> so much and i really appreciate you both and thank you ever so much i was lying on the grass a sunday morning of last week indulging in my self-defeat my mind was thought dolly
was the marvellous Jack from Pop and his song Still My Sunshine, uh, which, as you've just learned, um, he, he re-released for his 100th Pop release. So that is the classic Canadian band on tune, Still My Sunshine. So thanks, Jack. I really enjoyed chatting to you. We could have gone on for days. I know we've all got things, homes to go to. We've all had a few drinks. It's time to just chill out. Well, we, well, we did go on for days. We, we are going to continue. That was only half of the interview. We are doing the second half of that uh, next week. I'm, I'm assuming Excellent. we'll do it next week. Yeah, why not? Why not? Just do it two weeks running. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. When I used to work at Hayden's in Devizes, they used to play Len on GWR quite a lot. They did, it, yeah. And obviously Jack loved it, so he, he put it out on Record Store Day as a 7-inch. So, did I buy it? I can't remember. Hmm, I have to check my 7-inches when I get home. Oh, that means two things. <laughs> when is Record Store Day? Because it is coming up, isn't it? It's not, it was normally in April, and it got cancelled, didn't it, because of coronavirus. Yeah, they have moved Record Store Day to the end of August. So Saturday, 29th of August is this year's there you Record go. Store Day. Hopefully by then we'll Excellent. be able to get into record shops and actually do, do our thing. Well, let's put it this way. You're not going to be at Reading Festival, are you? Because that's been pulled. So go to Record Store Day instead. Get, get to your local record store shop. I'm, I'm sure we'll be covering that in more detail uh, when we get to it in August. Let's do product placement. This is a 7-inch by a Bath-based band called Mika's. And I was going to choose it for my song, but they don't have any videos or a YouTube or anything actually but they do have a seven inch single and it's called sad stylized s and d sad and it's really 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 flipping cool because they found a guy in swansea who's got a seven inch like a vinyl lathe and he makes his own records and he only only does short run so you can only have 15 or 20 singles pressed up at any one time um and that's that's like the maximum he'll can be bothered to make at any one go and so they're all hand cut um and it, it costs like six quid a record. So they're really flipping cool. If you're a band and you like like physical products, you can quite reasonably go and print your own single and sell it to your actual Uber fans that are willing to pay 10 quid for a seven-inch single. I paid a fiver for this. And I just think it's really cool. That's a proper DIY, old-school, 90s-style, almost fanzine-ish. I think they photocopied the sleeves and made it all themselves. It's just really cool. Oh, look at you having a little geek-gasm over there. I'm having a geekgasm. There you go, Mika's. We can't play it because they don't have any videos on YouTube. Did we decide what track we're playing? Yes, I've chosen, um, because we've got Jack on, because we've got Alcopop on, and because Jack didn't pick one of his singles or one of his bands that he released, I did instead. So this week I have chosen a band called Emperor Yes, who, uh, who were, or they've released one album and it was released on Alcopop Records. And it's a song that's very pertinent to the, these, this, these times. And it's called End of the World lead track from the album and it's electronic and it's fun um the front man and singer is a guy called ash and he is a live sound engineer for three trap tigers you know three trap tigers uh, the name rings about they played trees a few times they're mm. just this really flipping cool noisy uh, band who sound great on records but they sound like a hundred times alive anyway ash is their live sound engineer and this is his band and what's really cool they did a whole album of like space themed songs it's really 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 super cool if you like the song go check out the rest of the album but what's really cool is that they did like you know how like it's really popular these days to do limited edition versions of vinyl or whatever so lots of people doing funny colors and so on and so forth what they did is they got a meteorite which i don't know where they got it from they bought a meteorite online or whatever they had it ground up and then put speckles into the vinyl how cool is that so you you buy vinyl which has come from space absolutely and it's, Emperor, it's in its Emperor Yes album. So there you go. That's, that's the song I've chosen. 
And that's why they played for me in Swindon once. And I couldn't, they clashed with another band on at, the, at level Vic. I said to Darren, Darren, if I play the band, can they just jump on the bill, please? And, you know, great. and he said, yeah, yeah, no I paid them to play the show and they were absolutely magnificent. Um, I can't think who the headliner was now. They did not suit the headliner at all. They were like this sort of upbeat folk punk band. Um, but the show, because of the audience, just worked really well. It was a lovely crowd and everybody was really receptive and we had a great time.
That's how it starts. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> like listening to the actual thing. It's, it's quite amazing. How did it go? <laughs> We've got right. a Zoom orchestra thing nailed, haven't we? That is just how you do it. In fact, actually, I'm discovering that there's almost no latency between us. This is really good time. That is because you are closer to me now than we have ever been. You're only about 15 miles away. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Not me in Trowbridge and now I'm in Chippenham. Yeah. <laughs> you're gradually working your way to me. You'll be in Malmesbury uh, this time next week and you'll gradually, gradually get to me in Crickley. Go see my boy George. I've got a friend um, who is his young uh, citizen of the year in Malmesbury um, for his wonderful work that he does. He's recently 18 and he's an insanely good lighting engineer. And he got citizen of the year award in Malmesbury, which I thought was really sweet. So well done, George. Many congratulations for being so great. He's a lighting engineer. He does Mindy Festival. Um, he does all the ones at Bowood. He's also Mel B's lighting engineer. He's only 18 and I promise he's going to get to the top of the industry. He is going to be amazing. Um, I'm going to claim that I helped him when he was young, even though I didn't help him at all. He helped me. If, uh, if any bands or musicians want to get in touch with us, then you can use our email address, which is shiaisolation at gmail.com. So if you've got any new videos coming out, or you've got any news you want to share, then do send it, send it our way. So talking of news, I saw an amazing bit of news in, in the weekend, some amazing photos from a Flaming Lips gig. Did you see this? No, but I absolutely love Flaming Lips. Tell me about it. So the, the Flaming Lips have taken this idea of being in a bubble quite literally, and they did an entire... Yes. that they did. Uh, a live gig in Zorb bubbles. You know, the, the massive <laughs> plastic globes that you sit in. They played an entire gig. And the audience were also in Zorb. So they played to about an audience of about 30 people. Everybody was in a um, Zorb. That, that, you know what, I'm going to have to look this up because that sounds incredible. I do know that the front man has been entering the Flaming Lips gigs in a Zorb for years. So like the band will come out on stage and then he'll just come at the back of the room and then the crowd will push him to the stage and then he'll get out of the Zorb and get on stage. Mental. <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> well, they obviously had a few spare zorbs in the background then to do an entire <laughs> entire gig with it. <laughs> yeah, it's worth looking at the pictures on. I look, look very funny. We need to draw this podcast to a close because we are out of time again. It goes far too again. quickly. It does. It was an absolute pleasure, John. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Um, thank you for putting up. A, I'd like to see what's behind that big white curtain behind you, but uh, I'm sure it's something boring. Really mundane. It's the understage of the Neald. There's nothing in here. I, I'm literally under the stage of the Neald. Well, there's a council meeting going on above your head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, enjoy being down there like, uh, like the golem that you are. <laughs> and here's my workbench. It's got my soldering iron. Where's my soldering iron gone? I had a soldering iron here earlier. Don't lose your soldering iron. That's bad. That's a soldering kit. And here's all the stuff that I'm working on, like tweeters for speakers. That's where all the magic happens. I will let you get on with whatever you're doing in your workshop, playing with your soldering iron and doing all those various things. Always a pleasure, never a chore. And uh, we will speak next week. All right. And, uh, and thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> yes, thanks. All right, bye. Bye.